You have tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. here on the Yumicon convention floor 2018 and I'm now with Miss Cat Cosplay. <laughs> How do you find yourself here at Yumicon? So I am here at Yumicon with Angie Viper. You might have heard of her maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, she's my best friend and she is a guest here. So you know for a companion for the five hour drive um, she chose me. No but usually we go to conventions together. Every time she guests and usually her she calls her her booth babe. Because I will do her purchases for her when she's off doing um, panels or judging, and so I kind of like man the booth for her. Some annoying person's interviewing her. You know, forgetting <laughs> batteries. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> Usually she feeds me coffee, and that's, that's a good what exchange. I live for. I mean, <laughs> coffee is life. How long have you been cosplaying? So I cosplayed probably about two years back in like 2005, 2006, um, and then. And that's when I was in high school, and that's when, you know, bullying was still a thing. I mean, it's still a thing now, clearly, but, like, for being a nerd, that was, bullying was a huge thing, because now it's cool to be a nerd, back then it was not. Um, and then I recently came back in, like, 2000, I want to say 16, so, and then I've been going strong since, and I'm like, this is my passion, so you don't like it? Oh, well. <laughs> um, you're currently dressed up as Tara from the Teen Titans. I am. Rock on. <laughs> Uh, I'm cheesy. <laughs> what are what are the your favorite characters to play so far? So these um, that I've cosplayed. Yes. Okay. So I'm a huge League of Legends fan. Okay. Um, the saltiest game in the world, but I love it. <laughs> I like live for this. Um, I really like Syndra. I think she's a very misunderstood character from League of Legends. I've done two of her skins so far. Um, I'm gonna say a good like like 40% of the characters I've done so far have been from League of Legends, and I just kind of choose different characters from them. Um, but Syndra is probably my favorite. And um, I actually just did Grimjow from Bleach, but Genderbend, and that was pretty fun because I love doing. My aesthetic is like, so I like to cocky, mean, moody characters. So it's really hard for me to do happy characters. So she tries to push my comfort with that, Angie. But um, well, I get the terror though. Right? I'm very misunderstood. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, is there been one difficulty that you found that maybe you'd like to push or not? Push? Or like uh, express like, to uh, like upcoming cosplayers that like, hey, this is what you can do to get past that. Like, yeah, like so. <laughs> for me personally, I'm all about cause positivity. Like I live for encouraging people to cosplay, no matter your color, your race, your gender, your weight. Like it doesn't matter to me. So my my passion and my um, my hint. I guess my tip would be that if you love the character, just do it. Mm -hmm. Like, you are ultimately doing this because it's something that you enjoy and something that you love. So don't worry about what everyone else is going to think because ultimately you're doing it for you. So that would be my main thing is just getting past the insecurities of what other people are going to think about you. Because they don't matter. <laughs> as long as you're having a fun time, Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. You do you, boo-boo. <laughs> we thought about that. With, my goggles uh, jumped off my head. Oh. Did it, are you, I'm wearing stuff. She got them. Okay. That's what friends are for. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Um, what is it that, what's the, the one costume that you've done so far that you really enjoyed? Your, your favorite one? Okay. So that would be Kane from League of Legends. Oh, I did, I um, Huh? Did I already ask you? No. Oh, okay. You have to do what my favorite is. Okay. That'd be Syndra. No, right. Kane is probably my most 
is like my baby right now. Um, I am a crafter for cosplay, I'm sorry, for armor and uh, props. So Angie's the sewer, I am like the prop maker. Um, so I did a giant scythe, um, he's about 6'8", and I took about 30 hours on him, so I do everything by hand. Um, like shading, sanding, all that stuff. Um, and then armor as well. So that to me right now is like my big love of my life because I spent so much time in him and it's like, to me it's like a, the goal that I hit of where I wanted to be in my skills at the time. And like now I set the bar higher. So I'm doing his new skin, which is, I'm, I'm already crying and I haven't started it yet, <laughs> but I know it's gonna be worth it. So he's my baby right now. So when you're crafting, what's the, the longest process, longest part of the process for making armor? Um, so, for the props and the armor, I would say it would be patterning. Patterning? Yeah, it's awkward to say. Because it's trying to figure out like how the placement is actually going to fit on your body. Because you can draw up multiple designs, but once you actually cut it out on foam and try to put it on your body, you're like, well, that doesn't work. So, it's, it's lots of tweaking and heat forming it correctly and, and so I, I say patterning to be the most um for me the props would be the painting um it's so it's sad because it's my favorite part to do but it's actually actually like the hardest as well and the most time consuming but it's like my passion because i hand shade everything like i use like my finger and i just sit there and then like rub the crap out of it <laughs> yeah she made a video making fun of me for it but it's fine <laughs> so i um yeah um, what uh, is there a particular material you enjoy working with more than than others? Are you like doing warbler, you foam, or no, is it just whatever it calls for? Yeah, so foam would probably be my go-to for most of my armor, my chest armor, gauntlet, shin armor, all of that is definitely foam. Um, for props, I use insulation foam, which is like very very carvable. It's very dense, but it's also very delicate. Um, but it's much easier to work with prop wise plus it makes it really really light which is fun because when you're at a convention for 12 hours you don't want to lug around a 20 pound <laughs> weapon because you'll just die <laughs> um so insulation foam for props and then um eva foam and craft foam for armor okay so convention wise like what have you seen with security and having to do with props and stuff like that like i mean it's been a big oh, thing boy. in the last couple of years <laughs> it has been and you know it never really used to be a thing that I've noticed up until um, I think it was a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, with that the shooting mm -hmm. threat. Mm -hmm. And since then they really cracked down on weapons, which I understand because security and safety of the people at the convention is a huge, huge priority. Right. And I totally, totally respect that. Um, however, <laughs> when it comes to weapon check, I believe that the people that are doing the weapon check need to be a little more considerate of the props. Right. And I say this from a personal experience. I mean, granted, of course, not everybody is disrespectful, but I, I had this, this one incident where I had this big battle axe when I made Darius, and it's about three feet wide, and it's very, very light because it's made in insulation foam. But when they were trying to determine if it was safe to go into the convention, they were like picking up the paint, they were like throwing it up and down. I'm not even kidding you, literally tossing it in the air. Oh wow. And, and just like picking at my edges and like knocking on it. And as I just said, insulation foam is very, very, very sensitive right. if it's not properly protected. And so any little pressure that's 
too much will dent it. And it was just a huge, like, it really made me upset because I felt like they didn't have any respect for my personal property, especially something that I've literally put blood, sweat, and tears in. Right. <laughs> and so that, that was a, a thing. But I, like I said, I understand the need for the protection and safety of others, but they could also kind of give a little love in their life. <laughs> What, what is the, the, the best thing about going to cons and conventions Thank for you? you? I absolutely love meeting people and I love encouraging people because especially being with Angie, you know, usually she's like this awesome, well-crafted sewing that she's done. I'm usually in some sort of like armor or at least matching her. So people usually come up to us and the number one comment that we get is, oh my God, you guys look great. I wish I could do that. And so just encouraging people to cosplay and just to, you know, put themselves out there and enjoy what they want to do is, like, to me, the biggest thing that I could give and get at a convention, if that makes sense. Right, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I have to think about that for a second. I'm like, must I that right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, um... <laughs> what is it that your biggest fandoms are right cheesy. now? So definitely League of Legends. Okay. Uh, I'm starting to try and get into Overwatch. Um, first person shooter scares me because I get confused. <laughs> and I get stuck and then I freak out and then I die. Um, but anime is also my huge, huge passion. I mean, I love everything from like the older anime, from like Rooney Kenshin, Outlaw Star, to like the new My Hero Academia. So I love everything. I, can, I love magical girls. I love horror. Like, I'm all over the board. Really? <laughs> is there a... Is there a future yes. cosplay yes. that you're really wanting to do that you might want to say here? I'm doing two big ones. I will be doing Odyssey Kane, which is that new Kane series I was telling you about from League of Legends. Okay. And then I'm actually going to do Mordred um, from Fate. And I'm actually matching Angie Viper. She's going to be um, Morgan Le Fay. Okay. So those are my two big ones. And I have two giant props to make for it. So I'm excited but nervous. <laughs> I have my tissues ready, so we're good. <laughs> Before you got into cosplaying, were you into theater? You know, did you take any crafting beforehand? I mean, is, is it all just self-learned? Um, lots of my crafting is self-learned, especially the armor, because I was just like, I've seen this. Is, I've seen people do this. I can do it. Okay, learn that that's not that easy. <laughs> it's lots of trial and error. Um, I did a lot of drawing though when I was younger, so I think I always had that artistic element. I just shifted from pencils and paper to foam and paint. Um, and I was, I was. I did an A-drama class, but I was super shy, so it was really uh, awkward. But I was president of my anime club in high school, so... <laughs> I don't know if that counts for anything. Oh, well, it completely counts. What is it that uh, you look forward to when you're going out on the road, you know, other than spending time with Angie? <laughs> out eating for conventions? Yeah. Um, I love seeing people's interpretations of characters. Because there is no right way to cosplay one person. I mean, you have fan art, you have... Um, like the cartoon art, you have like if it's a live action, you have a live action anime for it, or the, the outfits. Like for instance, for League of Legends, they they hate me as a cosplayer because they have the concept art, the splash art, and then they have the in-game art, which are all different to a certain degree. So I just love seeing how people interpret their character and I just think it's amazing how people can get creative in their own certain ways. Lisa, uh, <laughs> the one thing that you uh, have, and there's, would there's love to so say to upcoming cosplayers other than, like, you know, <laughs> trying to be uh, happy with the we way that they the do their stuff, just like, I don't know, shoot, what is it that with him in a they can uniform? expect? 
So we did like schoolboy um, and schoolboy Jack and Elsa. I um, think yeah, that I'm for upcoming cosplayers, you can expect a lot of. Like here's me. It's hard to say. I just know that. Let's see. Jack Frost. I, mean, I understand yeah, there's probably a lot of... There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of lot. Yeah, there's a lot of lot. You can expect a lot of attention, okay. I guess you can say, and that can be good or bad, honestly. Um, and you can expect people to love what you're doing, but you can also expect that small percentage of people that don't matter that are going to be negative. Um, but, I mean, ultimately, you can expect to have fun, especially at a convention, because people normally are very welcoming and will embrace what you have done, whether they know who you are or not. So, so when yeah. when you have people come up to you that uh, understand what character it is that you're playing, like, what is it that that gets you to keep moving on? Like, keep doing it every day, every convention, every time. You know, what is it that I guess motivates you? Yeah. So on a selfish level, when I create a new character, a new cosplay, there is always that shred of doubt. Uh, did I do a good enough job to, for people to recognize me? And there's always that, like, that little insecurity, fear of, like, no one's gonna know who I am. I didn't do a good job. And it just takes that one person to be like, oh my god, you're Kane, can I take a picture with you? Or you're like, okay, okay, I did an okay job. <gasps> so, um, it's the... It's people's reaction to what I've done that makes me happy and continue doing it. Um, and then there's just the, the fun aspect of being that character that I love because I get to be a different persona for that day and it's actually okay. <laughs> like, as, I don't know if you are familiar with League of Legends. But I'm not, and I wish I were so I could okay. ask you more questions it's about okay. it. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just ugly crying now. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kane um, has this demonic scythe. His name is Rost. And... Um, they, they squabble with each other all the time. So in the game, it's really, really funny. So when people do know who I am and they come up to me, I'll like pretend to have a conversation with my site and it's just, it's acceptable at that time because they understand what I'm doing. But if I were to start talking to myself randomly right now, they'd be like, uh, <laughs> take on medication, crap. <laughs> so. Uh, so, yeah. okay. Sounds like you're in more video game side of stuff. Is there future video games coming out that you're really into? Maybe either for idea-wise or just to play? So I'm a one-trick pony. Oh, just League of Legends. <laughs> Got it. I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. I really love Kingdom Hearts as well. Okay. Uh, I'm very excited for the game. Uh, I'm not excited to buy the console to play the game. <laughs> but I am excited to play it. But League of Legends right now is my baby. Um, I'm trying to get into Overwatch, like I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I am hoping to cosplay Widowmaker. Okay. Um, with maybe Angie Viper as my Sombra. Hint, hint, <laughs> wink, wink. She's not paying attention not to paying me. Attention. That's fine. <laughs> Ugly crying again. Um, <laughs> so, but mostly anime is my passion. Um, out of the whole 15 cosplays that I've done <laughs> in the past, like, two years, most of them are anime. Okay. Yes. Um, most of them. Is there, is there a certain con that... that recognizes anime characters more than, say, other cons? Like, I mean, I know you go to San Diego Comic-Con, you got everything. Oh, yeah. You go to, what is it, LA? No, it's LA Expo. No. Anime Expo. Anime Expo. That's what it's called. That's, that's the big boy. That's, that's the big, big guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there are certain conventions that are geared more towards certain platforms like that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Anime Expo is for anime but I mean 
it's a very healthy mix of everything. You have Star Wars, you have um, Marvel and DC, and you have video games. But Anime Expo, I would say even Fanime in um, San Jose is also anime-related. Um, then you have ALA, which is Anime Los Angeles. That's very anime as well. Um, but it's, like I said, it's a very, very healthy mix, which is good, because it gives you a very wide variety. How important is social media platforms for cosplay, either for community-wise or just for getting out there and talking to fans? I think it's very important, um, mostly because that's the same way to keep in contact with the people that you have been at conventions. They're like, oh my god, I love your stuff, Like, I'd like to see more of it, and you're like, here's my business card, come follow me on Instagram. Um, but yeah, it's a way to like keep people interested, and it's also a way to open up for people to guest. Like, I got my first guesting gig in um, San Diego because of my platform, so that's it's great. I'm very, very, very excited for it. But I think social media is a huge thing for cosplayers, and the internet has just opened that door for us, which is, I think is great. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously, have a fan that's all the way across the country that you know, yeah. always get to see you in person. Exactly. And like, and like, I made cosplay friends with these people in, in England, and we're like best buds. I've never met them before in my life, but just being like, we were both working on King at the same time, so we were like, how'd you do his belt? Oh, I did it this way. Fabulous, thank you. And like, just like, loving with each other, and like, sending messages and encouragement and positivity to each other is like nice support. Great, that, I mean, that brings me to another thing. That was like uh, the community in itself of cosplayers. Like how is it that you interact with each other, you know, when it has to come to asking for help or something like that? That's a real fine line. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm, I hate to say it, but like I'm gonna be totally honest with you because I believe honesty is the best policy. Um, there is actually a lot of toxicity in the cosplay community and it's it's very very sad and it's very unfortunate but there are people he's not because he agrees with me thank you sir um people have taken this hobby and passion that we have and have made it into a competition so it's to the point where it's like one famous cosplayer can do one cosplay and another one can do it and it's like a war of who did it better and you're like, I think that they're both equally stunning because they both have different aspects of it. Mm -hmm. um, but it is very, it has become very shameful in an aspect where people are bullying each other because they don't fit that character. And that to me is just absolutely disgusting. Um, it's not fair for somebody to tear down another person for doing what they love. And... I'm full on like white knight. Like if I see this happening, I try to like jump in and be like, ah, oh, they're beautiful. And they did an amazing job. Like look at that sword, damn girl. Kind of a thing. And just trying to be that little like spark of light and the hate sometimes is really hard. But I think it's really important for us to stand up and remind people this is a hobby. This is a passion. And nobody is allowed to tell someone that they can't do something because it doesn't meet their standards. Sorry, you triggered me. I'm triggered. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, but obviously there are the people like you were talking about, your friend in England that also did yeah, the, the yeah. scythe. And exactly. Those are, those are the kind of people that you'd rather... Exactly. I mean, don't, do not get me wrong. There are the people that are very, very supportive as well, where you can be like, hey, I saw that you did this. I'm also working on this character. How did you 
do this. And there are people that are like, here is a diagram and a blueprint and a 40-page summary of how I did it. There will be other people that are like, I don't know, figure it out. So, I mean, you gotta, you got to find that nice line of the people. And honestly, the people that are going to be negative towards you, you don't need them in your life anyway. So, I don't need your input anyways. <laughs> Sorry, I left you speechless. You did. You really did. I, I was. I, I guess undercover. That's, that's my. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's my privilege of not knowing that there's that that was toxicity it, in the community. So and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I wish that there was not. I right. really, 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 really do because it, the world would be a better place. But that's the behind the scenes, and that's the that's horrible truth the of it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, you you have your friends here. I mean, yeah. Angie's here, and you're talking to Amber right over there. So, yeah. so it's it's uh, hopefully it's a community that you can find friends in. You can. Don't. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like paint this horrible negative not, picture of this yeah. world. <laughs> Quit judging me, sir. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I was not trying to paint it that way, but I'm just warning that there are, right. there is that level of like horribleness <laughs> up in the world. But there are the people that are like, oh my God, I love you no matter who you are and what you have done. Which is me and Angie. So come find us and we'll love you. Yes, exactly. Find the <laughs> Let me love you. <laughs> is there, uh, what's the next convention that you're going to be doing here? Um, ALA is probably going to be my next convention. Um, there is a small possibility of going to HentaiCon to do part of the fashion show, maybe. I don't know. It depends on my friend if she needs another model. But other than that, ALA for sure. When are those ones? So, uh, HentaiCon is the first weekend of November, and it's in Burbank. And then ALA is the third weekend of January, and it's in Ontario. <laughs> California. Do you, do you make it out to the Phoenix Con, you know, out here in Arizona too much? Or? This is actually my first out-of-state con. Really? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited, actually. <laughs> but what do you think of our, our little intimate con here? Okay, but I love small cons because, as you just said, it is more intimate. Like, I'm actually allowed to, like, sit and, like, talk and, like, enjoy a conversation with somebody. Otherwise, at the... You know, huge conventions like Anime Expo, which I don't know if you're aware of, have like 200,000 people over the four days. That's a lot of bodies. That's a lot of people, a lot of faces. So it's sometimes it's really hard to like stop and talk to somebody without someone being like, oh my God, can I get a picture? And like jumping between you guys and you're just like, okay, so I'll see you later. Because then they get, you know, they get uncomfortable and they walk away. Um, so I love being able to sit and talk to people and actually enjoy like a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And what's the, the etiquette when you're coming up and wanting to talk to someone that's either at a booth or just walking around Cosmo? Um, honestly, as long as you, like, say, excuse me and, like, ask me that way, it's, it's fabulous. But, I mean, if I'm, like, in a mid-conversation, like, make eye contact with me and I'll be like, I got you. Give me, like, three minutes kind of a thing. Um, but otherwise, there's really no etiquette. I mean, don't jump on me. <laughs> and my number one thing is um, if I am in armor or if I have a prop, please do not touch either or without my, without my permission because that is a huge, huge thing. Right. Because um, they're having people that just, you know, they don't expect it or they're, like, super excited. So they'll, like, they'll try to like, get my attention, but, like, they'll put their hand, like, right on, like, either my prop or, like, on my shoulder armor, and I'll be like... Yeah. Slowly, like melting under their touch, like <laughs> <laughs> your hamlock is crushing my design. Yeah, so I mean, as long as you say excuse me and you're very mindful of my cosplay, then it's just natural for you. That'd be to great. Say it. Sometimes cosplays are very uh, delicate. So, so, okay, so what's the the best? 
social media to get a hold of you on or to follow you on or interact with you on? Definitely Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. Um, I do have a Twitch that I'm starting to stream more on. And then I have a Facebook that I'm not as active on, mostly because I forget about it because I'm trash. <laughs> but um, Instagram is like the best place to get in touch with me. <laughs> there you go. Halo helmet? I only had one cup of coffee, so <laughs> you know, at least three to function. <laughs> So this is Geek Elite Radio on the convention floor of Yumacon 2018 saying always remember to Geek Out! Geek out. <laughs> we now return you to your regularly scheduled program.